And then one day she decided to start living her own life. She organized her crap and she got busy. Hello and welcome to Organized Chaos. I am your host, Kimberly Jensen. So excited to be with you today. I know I always say, we'll be back and we won't do it again. We'll be better. And then, you know, life happens and things get crazy. But I will say, and I need you to know, the priority is to produce, okay? The priority is to produce. That is um, my heart. I love serving you guys from the capacity of this podcast, and I hope to continue to do so always. Your likes, your comments, your saves, your reviews are just huge, and I just appreciate them so much. So I just want to start with saying thank you. I know I owe you. I I know I talked a lot about um, being focused in the new year and kind of what my where that was heading and how that relates to writing a book and starting a new business and all these things. And I kind of wanted to break down the seven pillars of health and what I believe is where we need to start when it comes to really organizing our life because we're not just physical health, we're not just mental health, we're not just spiritual health, we're not just emotional health. We are all of these different things put together. And so uh, I wanna make sure that I can help you see just in today, plus this is great research for me because then I can see where you know, my book's going to go as we really break down these seven pillars of health. So I want to get into emotional health today. I think it's a great place to start when we're breaking down the pillars. Um, it's, you know, you're talking sleep, you're talking, uh, habits, um, thinking, mood changes, all that jazz. So I'm going to give you a couple tips on how to improve your emotional health and maybe even question, um, some of your mental health as well or emotional health as well. Before we kick off, I want to tell you about something I'm super excited about. Uh, I am kicking off a group for the year. Uh, It's called Me in 2023, and it's 14 days. Uh, It's not 28, it's 14 days. It's fast, it's furious, and it's going to be full of information cleansing for you. Um, It's going to kick off with a seven-day cleanse and then uh, kind of reintroducing foods for the next seven days. Um, You will have support in what to take, what to eat, um, how to, you know, get your body moving. And it's not like a cleanse like you're thinking, like, you're just going to like, you know, I don't mean to be like really gross, but you're not going to poop all the time. That's not what it's doing. It's aiding in your liver because if you didn't know, that's like where all of your detoxifying comes from. And so a lot of times our livers are what's holding our bodies back. So it'll cover that. It's going to improve that. It's going to improve your digestion. Um, It's going to, you know, help you kind of kickstart your year. Um, Most people lose anywhere from five to eight pounds. And so that's the one piece of it. Second piece of that will be just like healthy healthy eats and how to eat the right thing during the cleanse and then after the cleanse. Um, plus, I'm gonna get you hooked up with your um, a meal replacement shake that's just gonna go right in hand with boosting your metabolism, giving you what you need to really focus, not have cravings, uh, and, and really just fill your body with some really good protein and um, essential vitamins. And then secondly, you're gonna get set up with a personalized pack of vitamins that are going to be made for you, for your history, for your genetics, for your situation, for the goals that you have for your body. Um, and then lastly, uh, you get to kind of pick something free. So um, if you want in on this, oh, and the best part, in my opinion, I'm going to be teaching you 14 concepts that come from the um, Organized Chaos, from my company, Organized Chaos. So these are the 14 things that I believe that if you can get in 
hand in hand in your life, uh, you will see improvement across the board. So you will get all of this um, it just for um, joining me in this group. Uh, it'll be on Facebook. Um, you can check it out in the show notes. Find me on the socials and tell me that you are in um, and we can get you started. I am so pumped because it's like organized chaos. My love for health and wellness all rolled into one big happy group to kick off the year right. So all right, well, let's get into today's emotional health and let's start improving, improving, new word, um, how you are thinking um, or where you're at with your emotions. All right, so as we break down these seven pillars of health, you're going to realize that a lot of them do have a lot of the same concept, right? Like, we're going to talk about physical movement today, uh, and that's not necessarily physical health, but it, in regards to your emotional health, but it is because it improves your self-esteem, which is your emotional health. So I do want to say that a lot of these concepts are going to really intertwine with each other, which is why once you begin to take care of one of them, you see how easy it is to really begin to take care of all of them. Um, but it's it's so important to be taking care of our emotional health because if it's out of balance, there's actually a lot of physical things you're going to experience, you know, maybe high blood pressure, um, ulcers, chest pain, um, physical symptoms. Uh, there's, you know, when we feel good about ourselves, it's so much easier to cope with life's ups and downs as well as bigger events, you know, breakups, divorce, death, um, loss of job, you name it. These things, when these begin to happen, if we are out of whack in our emotional health, we're not going to be able to manage um, these kinds of big life events. And the reality is they're going to happen. And so we have to have ways to stay resilient through everyday stresses, um, when larger personal issues arise. So, um, I'm going to give you 10 tips on improving your emotional health. Uh, and if you know, this list may grow, but number one is growing your circle of friends to expand your support. Uh, this has become, in my opinion, 2020 made this very challenging. I used to be a very extroverted person and I found that I became an introvert and not because I was scared of the world. I think because I just, it became more challenging to, to have, you know, people in your life and, and it, and everybody had so many different opinions. And, um, but what I have found the best is create community wherever you go. So, you know, um, in your neighborhood, it's such an easy win, especially if you live in a neighborhood where you have like a Facebook group, find something, go walking. Even if it's once a week, find out someone with another dog or another a mom with a another four-year-old where you can meet up and hang out for a couple hours or, you know, jump in at church. There's always women's groups. There's mops. If you are a young mom, mops is one of the greatest things you can do. Um, find people in areas, you know, join a gym, go to classes, join a, a an online, you know, gym, mom's meetup. Like there's so many different ways. You do have to be willing to make the effort though. Otherwise, just like anything, if you don't put any effort in, you're not going to get any effort back, right? Um, so you, you need to find people that you can talk to about your problems, people who are going to listen to you so you can get things off your chest. Because the reality is once you know that you're not alone in one thing, it really does make life a lot easier. Um, learn more to lessen the fear of the unknown. I think when we have problems, we learn about whatever you can about that issue or that health condition, because the more, you know, the more, the less, I mean, I know this can work in the opposite. The more, you know, then the more you fear. 
but I have found that, I mean, maybe it's faith, but I mean, the worst that's going to happen to you is the worst that's going to happen to you, right? And like, worst case, you end up in heaven. <laughs> Sorry, that's so morbid. But I really do feel like making sure you, fearing unknown is so, is really just setting yourself up to worry and worry and worry. And there's no reason to do that. You should, no one should have to live like that. Um, movement, moving to improve your mood and lessen your anxiety. Um, any form of exercise works. Walking, people, you know, exercise works well for people who have mild and moderate depression um, or, and, you know, don't end up having to be on medication. It's just a great tool for stress management. Go ride a bike. When's the last time you just grabbed your bike? Get back to skateboarding. Go rollerblading. Uh, I mean, the, go jump on your kid's trampoline. There's so many fun ways to improve your, or to get movement in your life every single day. Um, what a concept. Have more sex to build your confidence and your self-worth, preferably with your husband. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say this isn't spiritual wellness. This is emotional wellness. But um, intimacy within your relationship is going to have so much benefit to your emotional health. It's going to make you feel good about yourself. It's going to boost your self-esteem. Um, and figure out, you know, maybe I have to figure out a schedule because it, you know, life happens. So, you know, once a week, three times a week once a month, twice a month, um, as long as you and your partner are on the same page, it's going to work out for all people involved. Um, number five, develop a passion by investing time in a new hobby. Uh, you know, I think it's so funny because I think as we get older, like hobbies become like, well, I clean my house or like I, you know, uh, yeah, don't really, I drive kids around. I mean, it's easy to have, you know, no, hobbies as we get older. Um, but there's simple things, make a garden, create a garden. Um, maybe go to and become an antiquer, um, you know, find something that brings you real joy and a passion that's yours. Recently I became, I love paddleboarding. Uh, if I could go paddleboarding every day, I would figure out how to do that. Um, it's a little more challenging and that I would say that hobby isn't maybe my best one, but podcasting, hobby, um, anything that there just might be for you. Um, but taking pride in it is going to be a great way to improve your self-esteem. Number six, eating and drinking healthfully in moderation. I know, lame, just kidding. <laughs> but, um, anything in moderation, alcohol can be a good stress re reducer, but when we take anything to extreme, um, you know, it's going to affect your sleep. It's going to affect your next day. Um, it's same as, you know, just making sure that we're eating in moderation, smaller portions, regular exercise, um, maintaining a healthy weight is going to be important for your emotional health. Uh, just, just for this pure sake of giving you confidence in your body and having the energy to keep up with, you know, all these new hobbies that you're going to make and all the sex you're going to be having. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, number seven, figuring out a way to bring in some, I, you know, whether it's meditation or yoga or relieving stress. Um, I told myself this year I was going to do, you know, I have these fantastic stretches, um, that I need more of in my life. And I was going to say, okay, at the end of the day, you know, right before I go to bed, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to do these because we all know that that is so effective for stress management. Plus it's just so good for your body. It relaxes you. It's free. <laughs> it's simple. It doesn't take long, um, but it's going to absolutely improve, um, your emotional health. Um, number eight, 
manage your time by setting weekly goals. Um, you know, having a schedule and setting goals for yourself, you're going to be more on top of your days. And when you're more on top of your days, you're more on top of your life. Um, because when you cross it, when you're crossing off tasks on your to-do list, you're going to feel a sense of accomplishment, which is going to reduce your stress and help you feel a little bit better about the days ahead. Um, number nine, getting enough sleep to maintain energy and increase productivity. Uh, people who get good night's sleep are just naturally have more energy, right? They tend to be more productive. So if you're overly tired, usually when you're overly tired, you eat more and you don't eat the right things. You, you tend to lean on wanting that sugary, carby feeling. Um, but every everything's going to seem exaggerated. Parenting's going to be harder. Um, you, just small problems are going to feel bigger when you're not rested to handle said situation. And number 10, um, learning to say no and refrain from overextending yourself. Uh, if we try to do more than we can handle, we're going to end up frustrated and stressed out. And so if someone asks you to some asks you to do something and you absolutely can't, then you have to be able to learn how to say no. Uh, or at the very least, ask for help or ask, you know, if you can't do it, explain why. Um, but nurturing your mind and your body is so important and learning to make sure that you have time to take care of yourself and time to take care of the things that are important to you and, you know, your hobbies and all of that is going to just maximize your emotional health. Um, because the reality is, uh, emotional problems are serious and they can come with you and carry, you know, stress can wreak havoc on your body. And, you know, if you are not careful and not paying attention, you won't even realize you got to where you are without, you know, in the situation you're in. So, um, we have to be able, we have to take care of it. This is our temple and this is what we're given here on earth. And so it's our job to really, um, really make sure that we are doing everything we can to um, go from there. So I hope that that gives you a clear outline of everything that you're kind of looking for um, in your emotional health and gives you 10 easy ways to really just get to it. so much for listening to today's podcast. I hope that it gave you so many easy ways to win in your emotional health. I feel like we over analyze this area of our life and we think we need all these things, but the reality is we can do these simple tasks and they can make such a difference in our lives. And so my hope is, is that you left with tools and tips to really do all of the above and um, I can't wait to break down our next pillar of health with you. I hope that you will come back for more. Sharing is caring. Sending this um, out into the world would be great. And as a reminder, if you do want in on that 23andMe um, jump, uh, best way to do it is to hit me up. You can email me, uh, Kimber Kimberly Jensen at me.com. You can go to my Facebook. You can go to Instagram, Cardio Kids cardio.kids.chaos, um, but whatever you need, I am here to help, and let's make 23 the best year that we can be.